Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. Welcome to episode 204 of the SMV Podcast Show. I mean, it's a sad, sad day. Sad day. Anyway, um, we are back. Uh, we're all here. Danny, Vin, what's going on? Not much. Hell froze over. Uh, congratulations to the Eagles. Uh, well deserved. It was uh, one of the better Super Bowls. We've been lucky the last 10 years or so. Other than the Broncos-Seahawks game, but... Every other Super Bowl has been entertaining, and that was the highest-scoring Super Bowl in recent memory. It was it was just fast-paced and it was awesome. There was literally no defense. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it was well played, but it was definitely a good oh, game. definitely not well played. Brady didn't play well, even right. though he had like 500 yards. Oh, he played. He, he, he did played fine. He did he did miss a bunch of throws. Right, and also I don't know if you guys knew this, but Chris Crownsworth told me that Rob Gronkowski invented playing tight end. I didn't know if he knew that. Oh, he because did. Because like well, he literally, they ran routes across the middle, and he goes, "Eckert's is doing a Rob Gronkowski impression." I'm like, there were other tight ends in the league before Rob Gronkowski that ran routes in over the middle. It's well, pretty. Tony Gonzalez is the greatest tight end of yeah, all time. I'm gonna I mean. say Tony Gonzalez changed the game. I mean, even Kellen Winslow, Mark Favaro, these, these people. Playing, and not only that. Collinsworth had a rough night last night. Oh, he, the Ertz touchdown hilarious. He's, he was like, oh, this is definitely going to be overturned. They're like, what are you talking about? You I, crossed the plane. I was with him. I was with them on the Corey Coleman one in the back oh, of yeah, the end definitely, zone because I thought that was loose. But I pretty, it was pretty clear that Ertz was a runner at that point. I mean, oh yeah, like all the Steelers were complaining about it. Too. Like, oh, our guy did the same thing. No, your no. guy fell backwards. Right, exactly. Same thing with Dez. Dez, Dez was a little more. Dez like took a full step. Dez was a lot closer up. than the than the Pittsburgh one. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but I'll give Dez being a lot closer than the Pittsburgh one. Like I said, I think he took a he took a step and then dove after he caught the ball. I also thought that the the other catch in the end zone, Clement, was that the one? Yeah, yeah that's that what was, was that was the about. one yeah, that should have been turned over. Right. Yeah. If that's yeah, a regular that, that was that was over that was overturned all season long too. So um, it but, was a good, it was very entertaining. I thought Justin Timberlake was good too, uh, for what it was worth. It wasn't the best Super Bowl halftime show, but it was it was it did its job. He didn't sing, which annoyed me. Like he well, just he was, what did you expect? All he's he a pure dancer. Dance. Yeah, yeah. I know, but he's a good singer like, as well. Like, I wanted him to sing a little bit. He was bringing down everything, so I, I knew the yeah, one singing was coming. Um, the fact that he didn't bring out in sync was pretty disappointing on its own. What I or also thought, or Janet Jackson. <laughs> but if you watch the Eagles all season long, uh, in the last year, the last year with Peterson, it it was uh, Peterson's type of game: uh, balls to the wall, craziness. Very Let's go for balls. fourth, fourth down, and listen. We'll definitely get risky. more into this 
in our Later next on. segment. Yeah, yeah we got a whole yeah. segment to talk about it. Right, we got a whole segment to talk about it. Um, just a heads up for everybody, we would like to thank everybody for listening and sharing our SMD podcast special from last week, our second annual. Um, Super Bowl course, special. Super Bowl special, of course. Danny and I both brain farted. We did a local charity for children's cancer. We both brain farted and forgot about the J Fund. We could have done also, Danny. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We both completely missed that. Um, but good news on the J Fund is uh, our good friend Joe, license plate guy, has set up his second annual Landon Collins softball event. It will be Landon Collins versus the two Super Bowl teams again. Um, so that will be fun. It's in June. I believe it's June 9th. Uh, another charity event, of course. Ticket information will be up soon. Um, if you follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook today, we actually reposted something from Joe. As a lot of people know, he has a jersey with the green eagles on the back that says Super Bowls with the number zero. He will yeah. be auctioning that off at the event, and all the proceeds will go to the charity that they are raising money. It's usually the J. Oh. Last year was the J Fund. My guess is that'll be again this year, probably. But back to what we did this week, we actually were able to raise a hundred dollars for. Uh, sunrise camp to help them raise some money for children uh, help them have a good time for the summer for kids with currently with cancer who have had cancer and as well as their siblings as well so hopefully it gets put to good use like we expected to and thank you again to everybody who helped us out and shared it all um and of course you were able to find the show on itunes google play soundcloud twitter facebook instagram we shared everything everybody helped us out uh, so again, thank you to everybody who helped us raise the money, and of course, thank you to the Weissman and Oz show, and of course, Joe Cusimano for helping us. Can't wait to do it again next year, and keep this annual tradition going. Anything else, guys, before we get into the leadoff? No. Alright, with that being said, I guess it's time for the leadoff. Leading off. Alright, welcome back to the leadoff. After uh, yesterday's Super Bowl, the Phil- like we said, the Philadelphia Eagles finally, for the first time in uh, the history of their franchise, won a Super Bowl. So my first thought was, we had a Cubs World Series, we've had an Eagles Super Bowl. Who is the next um, long-suffering franchise that will finally get their uh, their championship? I, it's not going to be Cleveland. I mean, uh, the Browns, at least. The Indians were close. I guess there's enough... enough uh, that they're still a good team and they could, you know, be right there. The Jets, the Jets are playing well. You know, if they get a quarterback, who knows? Um, the, the Knicks, uh, uh, the Knicks are starting a rebuild, but the NBA is, you know, oh LeBron no, yeah, the Warriors and it's been and 1973 win a so championship forever. The Mets, we all know the, the nonsense Ma- behind that. Maple Leafs. You know, I the Maple Leafs I think have the best. Mm, yeah, I think they have the best chance. I really like their team this year. I, I think I predicted them to go to the Cup, and they've you know uh, played very well this year. They're going to be stuck getting in a series with the Bruins, I think, in the first round, which is going to be a tough one. But yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Leafs. If I had to pick one, it'd probably be the Leafs. Um, the Leafs. I'd probably go with the Le- Leafs yep. or Indians. Um. I would. I wish I could say the Knicks. Uh, before I was thinking originally, before I actually read Ben's uh, plans for tonight, I thought it would be like who's the craziest uh, celebration would be. 
And me personally, as a Knicks fan, that would have been a great celebration because it's been it's been since 1973, and obviously a lot of us hasn't seen that. But, but that's and, the thing. So so let's let's go. Let me let me. So Dan, who are you going to say for this one? Because I have a, a sub question for both of you. Okay, I I, I'm, I think I'm going to go with the Indians. They still the Indians. have all the young guys that were Game Seven two seasons ago. I right, and they. Okay, I think that it's going to be a toss-up between Toronto and um, and hockey or the L.A. Dodgers. I think the, the Dodgers are there. It's just a matter of... It is going to be 30 years this year, so that's crazy. Right, so true. it's it's a matter of can they develop a pitcher behind Kershaw that can actually pitch in the playoffs. That's going to be their thing. The fact that have they, they haven't they signed haven't Darvish yet. Brought anybody in, have they? Nobody's brought anybody in. Yeah, yeah no one. None of the pitchers have signed. I'm shocked nope, they haven't signed one. Darvish yet. Like, why wouldn't you want Darvish on your rotation, right? Because because he can't pitch in the playoffs. Maybe yeah, they got Gershaw. burned, so they're like. All right, but I can see. Shit. I could definitely see the Dodgers. So now to my my sub question for both of you. Which New York team? Of course, the Giants aren't included in this because. Mm-hmm. They won recently, but which of the Knicks, Nets... Do we count the Nets? Yeah, we'll count the no, Nets. No, fuck them. Yes, do we're we counting them. They were Nets technically fans? Long Island before they were New Jersey. And they're in Brooklyn. I'm, I, 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 you okay, got to count go them. Ahead. You got to count Continue them. with the question. <laughs> Knicks, 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 Nets, Jets, Isles, Rangers. Of those teams, whose what drought ends first? Whose drought ends first? Uh... Are we including the Mets in this? Oh, I forgot about the Mets. We uh, just and the Mets. Speaking of them, they just signed Todd Fraser, two years, seventeen million. Did they? Uh, oh, as per Danny, Kenosen. come on! Yay, another guy that bats two ten with thirty home runs and oh, doesn't do anything. Sh- Excuse me, thirty home runs. <laughs> we just traded for a right-handed. I mean, we just signed a right-handed Lucas. Duda. I'm f- I'm Be fine happy. with it. Um, I'm f- <laughs> hooray! All right, listen. It, it is what it is at this point. Um, I'm not happy. I'm not excited. It's the Mets. We're, but we've I'm, signed I'm, more I'm, people now this offseason than any other team in baseball. This is a, I know. That's, that's <laughs> a good, but he, he's, he's a good team presence guy, so it's, it's he's going to be I, a good clubhouse guy. I would so have rather I'm, had, I'm, fi- I'm, I'm fine with that. I would have rather had Harrison and Mustakis or something like that. You're right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, obviously. But it's it's I just I just and he's also has the history with Bruce, so that's nice. But. That's, yeah, Reds, bro. Oh, I forgot him. Wow. Duh. Dumb. Who? Oh, yeah, dumb, the Reds. <laughs> right, so our two biggest locker room guys are can work together now in this yeah, problem. Yes. Um, but back to Steve's qu- uh, question. I was, what I was going to say before, I think the biggest parade celebration would be the Knicks. Because technically, if you want to get technical... I know the Nets are technically Brooklyn Nets, and they're part of the, our thing. It's only the Knicks. Let's get real on that. And that's all. I think everybody... Knicks or Mets would be two, the two biggest. You know Maybe the Jets too. Jet, but where I think they, the if Knicks. You, if, here's a question: but, If the Jets win, where does the parade go? They'll do what the Giants do. Same okay. thing. Hang in here. Okay. They'll do what the Giants do. They'll do one. They'll do one here, and then they'll do one at MetLife. I would assume that that or that works. We would think. Um, 
Oh, true. Good point, Steve. I think... I, I think I, it would be the Knicks, man. I, I, I'm i not winning the championship, but the craziest would be the Knicks. Okay, because... but the question is, who's going to do it first? I don't... Hopefully the Mets, because the pitching staff could find fire again with the, this year. The Mets have been the, the closest. New... <clears throat> That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, of all those teams, the Knicks are in a rebuild. The Nets are also in a rebuild because they have no picks. The Jets are in a rebuild. And they traded like three other guys today, by the way. The Giants are even pretty much in a rebuild. I mean, half rebuild, if you can call it that. Yeah, they're in that half rebuild. They're in that limbo of what right. are you going to do? The, the Mets and the Yankees are the only two teams that are kind of going for it. Yeah, and the Rangers are slowly a window right. closing. And the Rangers are starting. The, right, the Islanders, too. The Islanders, I guess, are kind of going for it. The Rangers are pretty much going to sell. I mean, Rick Nash and McDonough are probably going to get traded. You know, right, the Rangers the are going to start um, a sort of rebuild, but, you know, kind of. I feel like it's not like a huge rebuild, but like it's going to be like, let's get rid of the contract so we can start bringing in the. I don't know. Up. I think they're going to. They got to overhaul this thing. Because... The, the, but the thing with the Rangers, though, I think it's mostly had to do with injuries well, on top of it. They want to trade Zuccarello. I don't know why they. What is. Because he has a hole in his brain. But the other problem but he's is. He's had a hole in his brain for the last couple of years. They have an $8 million goalie that's only aging. So, I mean, pretty much until Hank's contract is up, I don't think they can officially, like. But rebuild. It's like the, it's like the Giants in with Eli Manning situation. Yeah, it right is. There. Really, it, it, it's you can't. You, well, you can, but you're not gonna get rid of him, kind of thing. Uh, you just got you got to just deal with him declining. But it's just the injuries are just mounting up with the Rangers. I know yeah. it's not an excuse, but this year is just more so than ever recently. So, um. I, I, yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I, I think I think it would have to be the Mets if you give those teams. Obviously, the Yankees are going to be everybody's favorite this year to contend to make it to the World Series. But out of the secondary teams, uh, out of the teams that have the actual drought, I think the Mets because they were the closest. And right. now with Todd Frazier, he's going to be a good clubhouse guy. I know I wasn't happy about it before, but it could it could work out. Um, what do you, what do you guys think? Now, I want to go back quickly because I, I kind of like the point you were going to, Dan, about like the reaction of the city would be. It would it would have to be the Knicks. It's man. definitely it, the Knicks. Like I mean, it, it got to the point. Obviously, you guys remember, the the city was like enthralled with you know a point guard playing well. Just that was it. It was just Jeremy Lin played well, and the city went nuts. When the Knicks are good, this is a different city. It just, it just. Oh man, I was in St. Martin when Jeremy Lin was going nuts. Yeah, it was like yeah, that bar. That was, they had that, that was the after the twenty twelve Super Bowl. Yeah, they had yeah, the one fifty win team with with it's, kids. It's, and yeah, it started there. It started there, and then that it's actually started. Steve, we we were at an Islander game. We watched Champs, and it started then. Then the Giants Super Bowl, and then it exploded when he went he, away. It was he played crazy. the game against the Lakers, and he just put a spin move on somebody, and it was like the world was ending every time he did something. New York's a New York's obviously a baseball town, but Oof. if the Knicks if the Knicks were to win it, I think that would be yeah. the craziest response. I agree. Unless the Jets, unless the Jets with the whole football love fair, but well, I it's I think the Knicks because although. Since, the, the city that won't like New Yorkers. Aren't, it's not going to do what Philly did. Like this, the city, oh, the no, no, don't riot. No one, 
we're, we're not animals. That's why. I know. But it's like, like it would be a crazy night on the city, but it's just, there's nothing, it'd be nothing different than a Saturday night in Times Square. Like, it would be the same exact thing. Yeah, it's not the purge. I, no, it's well, not the purge. We wouldn't see people eat horse dog shit. shit. Off the ground. What the <laughs> well, hell was I, I that? Could, I, I can promise. A, a horse shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah horse shit, dog <laughs> shit, same <laughs> shit, man. It was uh, shit. I, I almost vomit. I almost vomited when I saw that this morning on the train. I couldn't. I can't. I still haven't watched the full video. I just see the guy going on the ground. I'm like, I'm skipping. Oh, Get out of here. <laughs> Why did I just turn around to watch one of the worst moments of my life? Yep, Dorothy Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> Is Pekka like there or? Uh, I think they just in, like put him in the aisles, some kind of hall of fame. They were putting his name on a wall. Oh, I switched to the Ranger game. So he might have he might have been inducted into something recently. He's here. I they talking to him. What's his name? Stanford. Yeah, they're talking to him. Oh, it's like a segment thing. Yeah. I had his jersey. I don't know where it is. Yeah, I, I had my jersey too. On it's on my chair. I write, I have it. It's signed by Trent Hunter and a bunch of other people. <laughs> yeah, I had a I had a Michael Packer jersey too. His first game back was against the Leafs the following season. In December, and it was the first time the Leafs came to town. I'll never forget in the groups, the group announcements. There was a group name called Darcy is a girl's name. His first game back after he left was the first hockey game I ever went to. Um, here's a fun fact: every one of these segments, they all are in the same place because that's where they did one of these segments, and Clark Gillies was there. Okay, just great. Saying. Anyway, so so we're we all got... agreeing it's the Knicks. Uh, the oh, the Mets are the closest. Mets are the closest. Knicks would be the craziest for you, City. I, I, I think, I think it I would be. I feel like nobody Nick, would care I, if the Mets won. Like nobody think, in this country would care if the Mets won. No, I no. think it would. <laughs> I, I'm saying Knicks, Jets, Mets. You think the Jets like, are closer? I feel like I, if I, the Jets sign Cousins and give him a weapon, like a nice, nice wideout weapon. You gotta remember they're getting um, what's his name back. I, the guy, his name is escaping me at the moment. The Jets? Yes. Um, oh, they're the saying they're rumoring Sheldon Richardson. No, what's the guy that tore his ACL? The receiver. Uh, receiver that this tore year? his ACL. Yeah, at the beginning. John Curse. John Curse was the guy they traded for. Jets. They, they had someone player. that got hurt. They had somebody. Oh, uh, Quincy Anunua. He had oh, a good yeah. season no, two years ago. I thought it was a neck. I thought it was a neck injury. Maybe it was. I don't know. He He's has not even on here anymore. Oh, there he is. But Quincy Anua is not making the Wait, Jets. No, he's not. Even on not but he was. He was having a good year when he. Oh yeah, two, two seasons years. ago. Yeah, he had a breakout year. Two he had fifty-eight catches for eight hundred and fifty-seven yards and four touchdowns. That's pretty good. Yeah. And they have. Oh no, a, I, I'm. Uh, they have a right, decent one. Not, I just think they need that one. You know. Uh, I'm gonna be the best uh, one. Type of guy. Anybody? Oh, they, need the, the, they need the defense to grow. I could also see the Jets also draft. Uh, what's his face uh, uh, from Oklahoma Mayfield? I could see it. It would be such a Jet pick. I would. I. It's a. It's a Woody Johnson pick. It's what it is. It's this guy's got pizzazz, and I want him on. The yeah, team. but here's the I, thing: Woody I, Johnson I doesn't headlines. control anything anymore. Well, he, he, you you don't think he's gonna t- uh, talk no. to his brother about it? I don't know. I have no idea what they're doing, what their plans are. I'm out of trying to figure it out. Those anyway, um, 
Let's move on to. Let's go play some Bowl. more Crush It by Division 1.1. And we will be right back after this. Crush it! Crush it on your sword! Crush it! I am your lord! Crush it! The kills you to see me! Crush it! Alright, welcome back to the SD Podcast. You just listened to Crush It by Division 1.1. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, no pun intended, did crush it um, offensively last night. That was why the, I picked uh, the song. I had to do it. I had to give uh, no. them a little bit. It was an entertaining game. Um, watching the Eagles all season long, uh, just embodied their coach in this game, uh, making converting on risky plays and being playing loose and being able to take care of business. Nick Foles looked phenomenal. Uh, he's going to get a lot of money. Or he's not a free agent, right? No, he's got to be traded. So he's con- gonna. All right. He so. signed a five-year contract that the last. Three years are voided if he's on their team next after next after this upcoming upcoming season for some. It. So it's basically a two year deal. So so it was basically an incentive now to. I don't know why they had to word it that way. If his you know if he's not on the team, then he's not on the team. And <laughs> so it voids stupid. anyway. So what the hell's the point? It was well, the, to be fair. He's a seven million dollar cap hit next year. So they could either trade him, obviously, or just or, cut him. Well, I don't know what Wentz is going to... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you might want to hang on just in case Wentz is all right. Yeah, but would you want to pay a guy $7.6 million against the cap to sit on the bench, possibly? Yes, sir. He just won you a Super Bowl, yes. Here's what you could do. You, you keep him, and then if you get through training camp and say, all right, Wentz is ready to go, bam. You could trade him then. I feel like either this year or last year, significant moves were made at the deadline, so that's a possibility, too. Yeah. Right, a couple weeks in. Or, you so, know, Sam Bradford's available again if they want to bring him. Also, <laughs> Sam Bradford, always a possibility. Um, but, yeah, he played phenomenally. He, like, I, like, I, like I said on uh, our show, and Errol actually disagreed with me. I don't remember what you guys uh, did. I I called the high-scoring game. I just I was just shocked that, that uh, Foles went punch for punch with Brady. And he it wasn't even looked, that Foles went punch for punch? better. Foles didn't go punch for punch. Doug Peterson Brady. just had a great game plan. No, a, but a, the throws the throws that Foles was throwing, he, he was money all night long. He, that one touchdown that was debatable to Clement, that was a dime. He, yeah. he was throwing dimes all he night made, long. Both he touchdowns. Made a, yeah, he made two, a third down throw touchdown. like across the middle that was a beautiful throw. And you know what? They... they they struggled the last three weeks of the season. We saw it. Nobody expected them to go this way. They took the bye week and changed the entire system, basically, to yeah. adjust to Nick Foles. And the defense helped out. The defense gave them. Yeah. Defense it, just needed that one stop, and they got it. Well, and, once, once and the, the dysfunction with the, both kicking teams in the first God. half were crazy, too. Once, once the Pats couldn't chip on the edges with Gronk, you know, it... it Opened up the middle a little bit, and they were able to get to him. Yeah. Um, the To me, I mean, we were talking about Doug Peterson and his risky calls and whatnot. The riskiest call to me, I mean, going for the fourth down um, at, like, midfield with six minutes left, I think, that was pretty risky. The play call on the fourth down in the red zone was the biggest, the riskiest call. Just because not only are you going for it on a fourth down, but you're, you're throwing a trick play out, like, 
Oh yeah, definitely. That was out of control. But um, listen, yeah. he said it. The Collinsworth said it that they spoke to Peterson. He said, "If we're down in the red zone, and I have an opportunity, I'm going for it." Which, if you watch the Eagles at all, you know that's going to happen. Because remember last year, his rook, uh, his first year with the Eagles, Steve, the Giants home game. How many times he went for it on fourth down and failed? And luckily, he cost them like ten points, twelve points at least for not kicking field goals that were makeable. Um, but it's just one of those like that one call on fourth down on goal that the the trick play that. Poles caught the touchdown was just that he only you only show, showing that for the Super Bowl or if you're about to get eliminated of some sort. So it was perfect timing to bring that out of the playbook. So you just got to tip your hat to them. Um, yeah. All the Eagles deserved it. They they were great all season long. So you, granted know, the, you know what? At the end of the day, it comes down to the Giants still won this year against the Patriots in Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that that, that oh, commercial, commercial was, was phenomenal. And you know what was the worst part was all those other Eli commercials were so confusing about what was going on. I don't know why. Like, what was the point yeah. of him getting cut off? I don't. I didn't we, understand. They yeah. literally, the NFL literally made a commercial about celebrating touchdowns. Well, that was yeah. talk about um, a change in momentum from like him, two that years was ago. my second favorite commercial. My favorite one was the Dane DeVito Eminem commercial. Oh yeah, that was a good. That one. was a great one. I only saw one of them. The two of them. The one where he gets hit by the car. I saw one, too. Where he gets yeah, hit by the, the car. Yeah, that's the only one I saw, too. And then the other one I saw was he was dancing in the the, the chocolate fudge. I didn't see, oh, the I didn't see one. that one. I, didn't the see the I just saw the first one where he turned into the M&M. It was like, yeah, the first I saw that one. Apparently, yeah. there was supposed to be like one per quarter for him, too. But I don't know. Okay. That so. got cut. And then, you know what? Yeah. I, I, I 100% missed the Avengers trailer. Like... <laughs> Oh, I, well, I saw it. I saw, I saw it on, on Facebook. Like trailer. during the game, I'm like, "Was this on the commercial?" Um, what I found in like, so this is a side thing that I wanted to ask, meant to ask you guys about. So there was a prop bet of Will Eli being a commercial. Isn't that like the easiest bet ever? Well, like, they, not that. Well, that they make their money on people thinking that he won't be. I know, but like, you're not going to make any money on yes. If you're, if you're. Eli's agent's nephew. Isn't it really easy for you to make money off that bet? No. Oh, I, because how much not, money do you have to put down to actually make any you, money for? I yes. don't know. I don't know what the what the the odds were, but I, you could you know he's going to be in a commercial. I could drop a grand on it, and it just you know if even if I only make you know two hundred bucks, it's a free two hundred bucks. It just was weird to me. Anyway. Hold on, I'm looking uh, at the prop bets right now. Which I went 0 for 3 on. It's like to point that one out. Damn, I didn't get... We should have did uh, what color Pink's hair would be. No, I, I bet the under on... I mean, the over on the National Anthem, it was under. I bet that the first team who scored would be the team that wouldn't win the game. Because I figured the Eagles would score first and the Pats would come back and beat them. And the other one I what bet was be? I bet I bet tails and it was heads. Over on Donald Trump tweets. Will Trump be mentioned? Brady's age. Let's see if we can find Eli. I could have sworn I heard that was a uh, Eli Manning prop bet. bet. Let's see, Eli Manning prophecy. Okay. 
Elon Manning is Jesus. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> um. Yeah, nothing here. I can't find anything. Okay, else. then maybe I heard that. Maybe it was Peyton. I don't know. He had one too, though. He only had one commercial, which was a low for him. Yeah. Um. So what was the movie trailer rankings like? Jurassic Park Han Solo, Han Solo. I'm excited Han Solo. for the Han Solo. Yeah. Um, the Han Solo one was pretty exciting. Um, Jurassic, Jurassic, the new Jurassic Park looks good. Um, the uh, Avengers obviously always looks good. Um, Danny, I, told I could this deal. Thing. I could deal without the uh, rocks. Another crappy action movie, but the the rock go he's, hard. he's on a fucking skyscraper. He could relax himself now, bro. The rocks die hard. Did you see with one leg, every... by the way? The, the Cure Auto commercials; those were good. With the little blue dot talking. McDonald's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm they sorry. Really I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry. The best commercial was Peter Dinklage and uh, Morgan Freegan. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw like a preview of that one, and I was peeing myself. Yes, that was good too. Those that was the most clever one. The Dilly Dillies were meh. The Love second it. one, the Bud Knight, was kind of funny. Going yeah, the, the Bud Knight was good. With uh, the whole uh, party. We'll see. If, well, if you got time, if you're alive, you can yeah. come to the party. <laughs> the guy's right? got three arrows in him. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, but no, but honestly, um, like I was telling my party last night, uh, it was fitting that the Eagles won the Super Bowl on how awful this season was. Uh, arguably the worst season I ever witnessed. Um um, you got to witness it in person. Yeah, um, but yeah, this this season wasn't the prettiest, so it was fitting that the Eagles uh, won the Super Bowl, unfortunately. But the player, uh, give them all the credit in the world. Yeah, I'm being negative because of the fan base and everybody else about it, but the Eagles did deserve it. So better what luck I, next year, everybody else. What I found interesting, I, I, I hear a lot of um, response from it, the two things that we've been talking about with the NFL for you know for years now are the catch rule and and concussions and both of those things happened in the Super Bowl like Brandon Cooks oh, yeah. getting laid out in the Super Bowl was one of the worst things that could happen for the league in my opinion oh, and yeah. then two controversial catch rules so I haven't heard a response on you know like an, an outcry or any kind of reaction on that but. Surprisingly, especially both uh, with yeah. New England's track record. Yeah. Did the Cooks... And I was shocked. I, I didn't realize because everybody was talking. I just didn't realize Malcolm Bumbler was not, didn't play, play the whole game. I was like, oh shit, he just didn't play. I'm like, alright. Which I looked at his like pro football focus numbers. He played 98% of the snaps this season. And right. something badly happened. But they ranked he... him as an average corner. But still, I mean, they couldn't yeah. stop an so regardless, it would help. Yeah. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. And Eli Malcolm Apple Blunt, tweeting Mike, again. Michael, Malcolm Butler in Giant Blue next season wouldn't be the worst thing. What, he's going to replace um, Eli, Eli Apple? Apple. Eli Apple and probably Cromartie. Yeah, Cromartie's getting cut. He's going to be the first cut. Which, apparently, so Malcolm Butler is a free agent. Right, he only has a one-year deal. This it makes absolutely no. This makes absolutely no, no sense to me. They're saying, so the reason I heard was he missed curfew on Saturday or Friday, and went nuts on the coaches or something, and they wanted to make an example of him. 
he's not going to be on your team next year. I don't. Your the example's out the window. It doesn't matter. I, it doesn't. It didn't make a lot of sense to me. Does anything the Patriots ever do really make sense? It usually makes sense. <laughs> but even if you want to bench him for a half, once it gets to the point where you can't stop anybody, they eventually finally put Gilmore on on Jeffrey, and Jeffrey was covered for the after you know after the touchdown. He didn't do much after that. But uh, Nelson Aguilar was all over the place. Uh, it did. It, it, was mind-boggling. I'm not going to question, you know, you know, Belichick that much, but it's a pretty surprising move, I thought. Because I mean, I know you won five Super Bowls, but it's still a Super Bowl. I was like, in, I wouldn't have, like wouldn't have shocked me if like on that final drive, Malcolm Butler came in and made a huge play. Oh, he, imagine <laughs> and imagine like imagine he, he picks Ertz off on that play, like steps up and picks him off and runs it back for like even ten yards. Or just imagine, you know. The the energy. If you would have just thrown him in at the end, the like first of all the fresh legs he would have been compared to everybody else, and the amount of like drive he would have had. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, he played well, special he, teams. He did play special teams, but still, that's. I mean, they did not punt, and I guess they kicked off a couple times, but it was like two kickoff returns. It was one so, punt the entire game. I think. Yeah, the only the Eagles the only one that punted, so he didn't play he didn't punt he did he play he must have just been on kickoff return or kickoff coverage either one yeah anyway well, um it was still an entertaining super bowl that's what it comes uh, to. Definitely it, it was every patriot super bowl is always the entertaining one. and you know what collinsworth said it pretty good um also um like last year's super bowl people said was one of the best but that yeah. game was a blowout right exactly it was Twenty-eight three. Obviously, we know that. So, you know, it was a great comeback. It wasn't a great game. That's why I said this was entertaining. It wasn't a great game. It wasn't well played because nobody could stop anybody. But it was entertaining. I, I said, I, it, and I said it to Vin. The fact that the Eagles waited till the end of the game to actually start pressuring them was incredible. I, I, they were just, so afraid of Brady making the big play. Well, they blitzed once and he burned them. Okay, but so, how did the Giants win two Super Bowls against him? Constantly putting pressure on it. Collinsworth said it. How did, how did the Giants win? Justin Tuck playing interior lineman. They didn't blitz, though. They couldn't get... I told you, Gronk is chipping people on the edges so they don't have to worry about those guys. It, it, I mean... it It's a big factor, in my opinion, at least. But once they couldn't do that, you saw the final two drives, he didn't have any time because they had to get everybody out on routes. Which I really wanted Gronk to catch that Hail Mary. Like I, I got, I found myself Make up at the for end. 2012. <laughs> yeah, I found myself at the end rooting for the Patriots. It was really weird. My dad was like, "Wait, you want them to win?" I was like, "I, I just want to see this game. Like, I, I want to be entertained." And overtime was entertaining. Like you just see Gronk leap over people. It would have been crazy. And interesting enough, him saying may not be wanting to play next season. Hmm. I don't. Uh, that's just like a, a fighter, a fighter who's just been knocked out in a in a prize fight. That's I think that's all that is. I I don't see any way. I mean, if anybody is going to retire, it would be him. He's been beat to the living hell lately. He but has also when two he retires, years at seventeen million dollars total left on his contract. When he retires, he can go like work. I don't know. He's going to be on Barstool. I'm calling him right now. He can go. If if he goes, first of all, 
uh, he doesn't want to live, you know, in the Midwest. I don't think I don't know where he born, like originally born. If he goes and works with Pat Mav- Mav- McAfee, that'll be the number one podcast in the world, guaranteed. What well, already is the best podcast. I know, but I mean, it's not number one like ranked, but it will be the number one ranked podcast if the two of them are. Rob Grankowski. Where are you? He's from? from Rochester. He's from Buffalo originally. Okay, so, so whatever. Explains. It doesn't really matter, but still. Bar oh my god, he'll go to all the more. Bills tailgate parties. Oh my goodness. <laughs> He's from Amherst, to be exact. But he'll just, I mean, he'll even if he just is an analyst for someone or does his own thing. Like, I mean, He's going to he do his a, own thing. There's no way person, he does not he, do a Barstool thing. I, he'll be involved. I think he blew them off last year or this year, though. Or he maybe he went on with them this year. I don't remember. Who knows? Anyway. Well, he saved all his money. You'd never expect that, but if you read articles on Gronk, he actually has done a good job saving money. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I've heard that. I mean, you never he, think it. <laughs> he probably lives a simple life, to be honest. Like, he seems like that kind of – him and his family are that kind of people. Yeah. Where it's just, you know, let's just get a log cabin and a TV, and it's, you don't really need much else. Excuse <laughs> me. We, smart, know, we actually know where he's going. Right. Wrestling. What? Oh, can you imagine? Him and his boy Mojo. <laughs> what? He's Mojo good, Riley, a good friends of Mojo. He was at WrestleMania last year. And uh, he oh, Gronk was. Okay. Fought, uh, he, uh, interfered with yeah. My cousin made that joke when Gronk dropped the pass last night. I was like, all right, thanks, John. Awesome. Um, <laughs> you knew that had <laughs> happened. <laughs> Also, you know Giselle, John, bro. You knew that Giselle was, Giselle was right. Her husband couldn't catch all the passes. Right. You have to make, have, you have to make that. I no, wish he's, she he's said sword, that at the sword, end. He saw Jenkins and he was like, no, I'm not going to catch that. <laughs> oh, that's the other. And also, there was people like, there was wide, people were saying there was wide open field ahead of him. You saw him try to run for that first down, right? Like, he was going out of bounds if he caught that ball. No, because Jenkins was cutting him. The angle. There's no. He would have made it out of the bounds in time, but he would have gotten killed. Oh well, he. I mean, out of bounds is all he had to do, though. I'm oh, and I know. That, I'm surprised that he threw it to him. To be completely honest. Right, and clearly we now know who can actually catch him. Listen, well, the foes throw was extremely easy. To be yeah, fair, it was a lot easier. To be fair, the Brady one was pretty easy too. It was just like an inch too far for him. If it, right, was, if it was, if it was a little, if it was a little bit, if it was a little bit shorter of a throw, that's a catch. It been perfect. It's in his right. hands. The only, the only thing that would happen was he would have to drop it. But it was over the shoulder, so it would have been a little bit tougher. Also, can you slide if you're a receiver? I guess, I guess you can. You can slide whoever because you're giving yourself up. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like Marvin Harrison used to slide all the time. <laughs> By the way, if. I'm Jenkins. I'm waiting till he catches that ball, and I'm laying him out. You're gonna get a penalty guaranteed. No, I mean, I. They said it I, the same thing with with Cooks. It was a legal hit because he was a runner. Once well, Brady becomes a, a runner, that was also a, a hit to the chest. I mean, their heads no. touched, but that's almost unavoidable. I, I thought the I thought the hit on Cooks was clean. By the way, yeah, me too. I thought I thought it was uh, shoulder. Yeah, I thought it was a clean hit. Um. So, it's really, really early, but of course we have to do this because it's what we always do. Oh, did you, see, did you guys see my Instagram post today? Yeah, we saw your Derek Carr is going to make the playoffs next year. We saw yep, it. Derek Carr is going to make the playoffs. 
I just thought that was like it's a bold move. It's a bold take. To well, say he the was out for a lot of. The, he missed a lot of the season. Okay, but it's, I don't think it's a bold take to say they're going to make the playoffs again. But it's literally now it's on him to make the playoffs because. Well, I mean, it's always been on him. Oh, yeah. it, well, they have a new general manager now, and apparently they're going to sign free agents. I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. And according to this, also that, um, McCown's going to make the playoffs also for the Jets. No, they. I think the thing says they're going to sign Cousins, <laughs> which is you know great. I don't. I'm not enthralled. With Overpaying the for Kirk Cousins, Cousins is a jet move. Yes. Definitely is. Um, so you were going to say our way too early predictions for Super Bowl Fifty Three in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, that's where the Super Bowl is. All right. Will they open Chick Fil A in the? <laughs> that day okay darren Ravel. okay regardless but i think that's a pretty big question to be honest i'm gonna go no probably not so in case you guys were wondering the next couple super bowls is atlanta miami tampa and la in 2020 2022 oh, will be LA. Stadium. That would be the new stadium. And I'm right, sure Vegas is coming not not so far after You would that, assume Vegas would probably be the following year. Oh, can you imagine a Vegas Super Bowl? Imagine a Vegas Stanley Cup Finals this year. It's going to happen. <laughs> I. By the way, okay. Vegas gets, the, gets their drought ended first. It's not going to win a sports championship before all this. It's not possible. I don't know if it's possible. Well, it's obviously not possible for the Cup Finals. If we can get a Western Conference Finals of Vegas against Nashville, the the writers will die. Everybody who's covering that series will die. They'll be flying back and forth. They'll just be like, I don't know what hit me. They'll be on IVs at the end of the week. Like, I want a seven-game series between the two cities. So you just are all deceased. I feel like the yeah. NHL would be like, yeah, we're not playing this in the cities. <laughs> like, right. Like, you guys you guys, you guys, guys have to control yourselves. You, this isn't going back to Pittsburgh, like, where nobody wants to be. Um, way too early prediction, the... Patriots are going to play. Hold on, I'm putting this on record. The Los Angeles Rams. Ooh. I was thinking about them. But I think the Rams are going to be that team that underachieves next year and might make the playoffs, but they'll be like, ooh, okay. You They're not going to take the division back? I, I, no, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just don't think, think, I think the Rams are going to be in – Go back into a little bit of the pack. They'll still be good, but they'll be a little closer to Earth this year. I think the Seahawks are kind of. I'm not saying their window is closed, but I think it's it's almost, it's closing. It's it's, it's closing real like, quick. And we we saw this. Um, the same thing happened. I know it's different from college, but at USC, Pete's teams go quick. Like when it ends, it ends quick. He's yeah. going to be out soon. I can see it. I, I know. He, but he sees the writing on the wall. And he's, he's the oldest. And he's the oldest coach in the league, so he might Is just he? retire. Yeah, he's, a, he's got. I mean, he's got some life in those legs, though. He's full of energy. He was the I second youngest back, when Coughlin I see was him coaching. back in college next year. In uh, a couple seasons. Uh, I don't know. And what job would he take? It's, that's tough. I think I, it's I about it. Coach. Depends just, on what's open. 
I think, I think he's, I think he's too old for college. I'll be honest with you. Going around the world, going around scouting and everything, I, and recruiting. I don't see it. Coaches, college coaches last into their eighties, bro. We've I think his coach. I I know, but it's different now. His coaching style is not meant to last long, which is why I'm not sure if it's going to be a you know a college well, job. Me sideways. Anyway, that who do you have? It did. He um, said Patriots. I Rams. said Patriots Rams. Just if that's oh, what sorry, I'm Dan. For. Who did you have? Um, I'm going. Uh, <laughs> I'm going Patriots, obviously. Uh, and and then I'm gonna go with the. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Let's see. I'm going Packers. Aaron Rodgers is actually gonna be healthy for once in a season, and they're gonna put it together. I I would be nice, but you know. All right, so I'm actually going to take the Packers also. No thanks, guys. I'm serving. Sorry. <laughs> you guys are apparently pretending you care in this off season, okay? I'm getting listen, alerts to say the Mets are going after more people now too. Apparently, so. Listen, if they can, if they sign <laughs> Alex Cobb and Tony Watson, I'm pumped. Alex Cobb, the Red Sox. Uh, oh, the pitcher. The Tampa Bay Rays, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant the Red Sox manager. But anyway. But I'm going to mix up That's the Alex AFC Cora. a little bit. Cora. I'm going to mix up the AFC a little bit. And I'm going to say the... Alex Cora and Ty Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it the same guy? <laughs> that was a good wise man. <laughs> um, I'm going to say the Pat Mahomes Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> are going to play the Green Bay Packers in Super Bowl 53. Yep, I love you it. heard it here first. It's going to be one of those years Andy Reid just decides that, hey, let's go to the Super Bowl and lose. <laughs> I love it. I love to watch the clock management for my team. It'd be great. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is going to have more time on the field in that one game than he will all season combined because of clock management. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway. Anyway, with that being said, we have this on record. Can you imagine yeah, I went, I went any of us get anything right over that? <laughs> I did pick the I picked the Raiders, so I did want I was thinking I was thinking Rams should be different, but eh, that'd be boring. Yeah. See, that's why I changed up the AFC. I was like, ah, oh. I was gonna go with the same as you, Dan, but I was like, you know what? Let me change up the AFC a little bit. It's yeah, early enough yeah. where it's early enough that when we talk about it again in August, nobody's gonna remember. Right. And the, the <laughs> Or NFC, after the draft. When we do it again year, after the draft. The NFC's wide open. I mean the Saints are good and the Falcons the uh, the Vikings are good. The and entire the NFC East South Philly's is good. good. Yeah, I mean the, the, but it, I don't think anybody's dominant. Like there it's pretty wide open to be honest. That was basically what it was this year. Yeah, that's why I think it's still gonna be the same thing. Unless somebody makes a huge off season move, which I don't you know, what can they really do? <clears throat> right, there's nothing really out there right now. Cousins is probably the best. What's the NFL 2018 free agents? Cousins is probably one, right? You would think Cousins is the highest. Yeah, he's going to the Broncos. Top 50 free agent, potential free agents as of the 18th. Oh, maybe on. Oh, Le'Veon, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, Le'Veon. Can you believe... Breeze, Breeze, Garoppolo, and Cousins are top five. 
Demarcus Lawrence can also. You, can you believe that the Redskins are going to try to franchise him and then try to trade? <laughs> yeah, what, what ballsy stuff is that? I would I would say, no, I'm not doing it. And then yeah, just get there's it. actually a pretty decent free agent class going on here. You got just like collude against the Redskins and nobody trade with them. And then they're stuck with two quarterbacks. Um, you got the Marcus Lawrence. Jimmy Graham can help somebody. Jimmy Graham's a free agent. Nah. You got Anasa. Oh, Jarvis from, Landry can help somebody. You got Anasa from uh, Detroit on this list. Allen Robinson can help somebody. Nate Soldier's on this list. Ooh, Sammy Watkins. Is it, is it some decent uh, the, Gi- the Giants better go after Nate Soldier. Oh, yeah, you got to bulk up that offensive line. Yo. And then I would be okay. I, I, I'm starting to think we might be going getting Barkley. I, I'm starting to get that feeling. Oh, defensive tackle from Atlanta, Dan. Put him next. Put him next to Snacks. That would be uh... the, the thing with the Giants. We don't know if they're going to be running a three-four or four-three. We also don't know what they're going to be trying to do. The draft will tell us that. I just hope we don't take pick up Deion Lewis. We don't need another. <laughs> I'm telling you, Malcolm Butler is going to be picked Chamberine. up by the Giants. I'm calling it Malcolm Butler to the Giants. I don't I'll take that. Uh, we Car- gotta figure Carlos it out. Hyde and um, Terrell Pryor are both free agents. Justin Pugh is a free Hyde, agent. Carlos Hyde's a free agent? I would assume it's a franchise tag year for him. You would yeah. think. Morgan Burnett, Kyle Fuller. Morgan Burnett is a free agent. We have to get that. Winston Richburg. The Giants are going to have a fun offseason. Right, because they got to pay Pew and they have to pay Richburg. They got to pay. Well, Richburg's still on the fence, but hopefully they pay Pew. And we also are going to have to extend Collins and OBJ. So that's going to be fun. Well, you know exactly that, what's going to happen. They're going to figure out the, the draft. The OBJ thing scenario is going to be interesting. They're going to they're going to go to the draft. They're going to figure out the draft. Then what they're going to do is they're going to call Eli and say, "Listen, we're adding an extra year, but we're taking money away from this year. Let's get the cap space." And then they'll cut guys like Dwayne Harris. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dwayne Harris is gone. <laughs> Dwayne Sorry, Harris, buddy. Shane Vereen. Oh yeah, we're we're cleaning a lot of. Obviously, obviously is gone. We said we're that. we're cleaning the swamp as Donald Trump would have said. Oh my goodness, Pecorino! I hate okay, your guts. Calm, calm yourself down there, Pecorino. We get it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We're okay. we're draining the swamp. Think about it. Literally, Jenkins is really, thirteen yeah. million next year. Gone. Well, that that's why I'm saying that the Giants are in a half rebuild because those guys who would probably help the team now are gone. Well, no, Jenkins is probably going to stay, but take a pay cut. No, Jenkins is staying. He's I don't but, know. Jenkins but, but is I not meant, taking a pay cut. There's DRC. no way in hell. DRC, the, DRC is going to turn into $2 million. Brendan Marshall will turn into $1 million. Yeah. Right. Eli Apple, money go, cap hit goes up apparently if we cut him, so I guess he's staying. Uh, yeah, he's staying. <laughs> John Jerry will turn into $1 right. million. Dwayne turns into $1 million. Listen, Re- I don't what's know. What's with these contracts that raise in their cap hit if they get So, cut? obviously, the, the Eli Apple had a very bad season and a lot of problems. Do, do you want to keep him? No. Unfortunately, no. But he's gonna stay. He's gonna end and up then, staying because it won't cost anything to keep him. He hated. He hated the Eli Manning OBJ commercial, of course. Yeah, he was. He wasn't involved. That's why. Commodian. Landon was. We well, hate Landon. That's the problem. Well, well, Landon's better than you, so suck it up. Yeah. You can't hate the leader of your defense and stick around. 
No, but it's going to be the interesting. Giants, yeah, it's going to be very interesting because, like, like I like I said, I don't know which way they're going. Apparently, the Giants have about two million dollars, a little less than two million dollars in cap space as of right now. Cap space. Oh no, sorry. Cap space for top fifty-one players only on the team is twenty-one million dollars. So it'll be an interesting offseason, but there's plenty of time for that. Uh, yes. Let's go play a little more Division 1.1. On the side of you, in vain, we raise hell. With Division 1.1, our declaration of war wages out itself. Welcome back to episode 204 of the SND Podcast Show. Um... We broke. We said this a little earlier on the uh, show that the Mets signed Todd Frazier, two years, seventeen million dollars, to play third base. It seems like they want they wait for us to do our show because Jay Bruce. This is the, the second thing. time it's happened. Yes. <laughs> we found the key to um, the Mets signing free agents: us doing a podcast. Okay. We have to podcast twenty four seven for the rest of our lives. Um, Every baseball. <laughs> Every game. Well, usually when we podcast during games, that doesn't go well, and we don't talk. We just watch the game. So, <laughs> yeah, but those are our most viewed shows. <laughs> I love. There was one like I think Familia blew a save against the Cardinals, and you and I were just like, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. We, we should probably talk. <laughs> um, I like the move. It's a. Uh, not the move we wanted, obviously. We would have liked Mustakis, who I still think is going to have to take a one-year deal because nobody wants a third baseman now. The Mets are the only team that won on the third baseman, unless he's going to the Cardinals, uh, who I guess they're still trying to trade for Machado, maybe. Um, I, the Mets are the only teams making moves at this point. But I like the move. Boys, what do you think? You can go first, Steve. Uh... <laughs> My dream is Machado, of course. We'll always, until Machado's either traded or signed somewhere, Machado is the dream, right? We're t- we're too cheap for Machado. Yeah, the problem is, is that they're moving him to shortstop this year, so that takes him out of the question for the Mets in general. Right. Well, well, we don't know that yet. No, they're moving him to short. They already said, um, which is interesting because Buck Showalter is he still the manager there? I think he is. Yes. Um, yes. He is. Was in love with JJ Hardy. Absolutely in love with JJ Hardy. Well, they stink now because they don't have any pitching. So <laughs> they haven't had pitching in thirty years. Played. When was the last time they had yep. pitching? I think wasn't David the Johnson playoffs, their last months? good pitcher? Mike Mussino uh, was there. Yeah, Mike Mussino. Thirty-five yeah. years ago. No, I mean they're they've made the playoffs a few times without pitching. Yeah, it's but just I, I don't know what they're doing. The the Orioles. So it's going to be very interesting to see. How they go? Because the question is, you got to start rebuilding when you're going to trade your best player. The question is, what's the asking price? That's that's basically what it's going to come down. It's to. Every, at this point, it's everything. It's the world because you got to think it's a, a med, it's a med, it's a med, it's Dom, it's a med, it's Dom, and a bunch of other guys. A med, Dom, for, and a bunch of pitchers for a full season. Yes, at the deadline, somebody will get him. For I mean, it's still going to cost you your top prospect, but it's going to cost less than it is now. Right. Uh, I like it though. Um, he brings you a a veteran with pop with pop, basically another Adrian Gonzalez. Um, 
If he's willing to sit on the bench, okay. He's also a better third baseman option with no David behind Flor instead of Flores. I, I I'm still confused as hell about what they're gonna do because he can't. They can't just leave him on the DL forever, and he can't really be on the bench. Well, he's been on the DL forever already. I I know, but like if he wants to play, they can't just leave him on the DL. It's um, it's very. I don't know. He's not very useful. I don't know. What, I, I, they must know something we don't at this point. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We said it. We said it today. He's a Hall of Famer if he's never hurt. I, I think so. Yeah. Um. They still need to go out and add a pitcher. I think, like I said before, Alex Cobb or Lance Lynn or somebody who could pitch some an innings eater because. Yeah, we need an innings later. You're going to need... I take Lynn. You're going to need more, obviously, than... I mean, they have seven starters still on the roster, and I guess if you can include include, throw, that's eight. You're going to need, you know, eight starters, nine starters over the course of the season. Just Especially our luck. Right, but that's just normal. Any normal rotation is going to need that many guys. But... I said this to Steve the other day when when it came out that they were looking at a starting pitcher. I'd look at Harvey in the bullpen personally. I think he's got the the attitude and the, you know, he wants to be the center of attention. If you put him at the back of the bullpen, I don't see why that couldn't work. Yeah, I've been I've I've been saying that too every now and then, but I don't know. We gotta see. We gotta see what happens. So we gotta see what our uh, Callaway Callaway is gonna bring to the table. I, I yeah. want to see if he fixed them first. And you know what? Maybe I love the fact, Vince sent me the thing the other day, that it's already out there that they want to go to a six-man rotation. It's none of this bullshit of, oh, in June we decide to go to a six-man rotation because we're getting a guy back. No, you're doing it now. You're going to prepare them in March for this. Nobody likes pitching a six-man rotation when you're out of nowhere it's happening. Your mid-season I pitchers also- don't want to change anything. I said this to you with that. I think they were mad about that because Dylan G was one of the guys. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. Like, I, I think yeah. they realized Dylan G just didn't have it anymore and it was like, whatever. And Nice, uh, every now and then, he, he was sprinkled into that. Yeah. But honestly, though, if if you get DeGrom, if you get DeGrom and you get Syndergaard catching like they're supposed to, it does suck going six-man rotation a little bit with those two guys. But everybody else, it's, it would fit. Uh, I'm just, I'm just happy he's like saying this now. Let Let's go there with the mindset of, all right, Noah, Jake, you guys are getting an extra day, and it's gonna keep him rested and keep him going. And if I remember correctly, Cleveland did it two years ago. Definitely. Yeah, I think they did too. Uh, I don't remember. I have one I mean, of their I had one of their pitchers in the in one of my fantasy leagues and I that that cost me. I'm interested to see what they do with the bullpen. Obviously, they said no closer, but we will see how that whole thing plays out. I think that um, can only help Familia because how much he was used two years ago, the last couple of years, until he got hurt last year. So anything could I think that could help Familia. But like he said, I heard the one of the interviews he's done. If he's the best pitcher going right now, he'll he'll be the guy getting the closeout of the games right now. But I like I kind of like the new style of 
game managing. If if it's a close game in the seventh, why not use your best pitcher and get out of that jam and you have a better chance of winning. Right. But it's interesting to see. Uh, how about hockey and uh, basketball? The Knicks or whatever. But did <laughs> Everybody's you see... pretty much whatever at the moment. Yeah, did you guys see that rumor last week mm-hmm. since we didn't really talk about it? It was after the show that LeBron would consider talking to the Warriors. If that ever happened, I would never watch NBA ever. Yeah, I would be done. This is... I don't know what the point of that like was. People were saying... The league's over. If that happens, the league's over. People were saying it was just ESPN trying to get some notoriety because nobody was talking about... Like, it was all football and... I don't know. Yeah, definitely. If it ever happened, like like you guys said, there's no point in watching the league anymore if it ever happened. Even if now the the other thing uh, was, in order for it to happen, they have to trade Clay Thompson. That was the rumor. Like in order for the money to work out, KD has to take less money, and they have to trade Clay Thompson. So they become obviously slightly less dominant. But Clay Thompson is not good enough to carry a team. So. That whoever he goes to is not going to be, even if it's the Cavs, it's not going to be enough to even come close. So they would basically have to create a team out of everybody in the in the rest of the league to be able to beat the Warriors. And I'm and I'm actually not getting worried with the the, the Cavs right now or in complete freefall right now. <laughs> it's uh, actually pretty funny to watch. Uh, obviously, oh, they were disaster. <laughs> oh, like like we're all just it waiting insane- for them. We're just waiting for it too. Like we know they're going to turn around. Oh yeah, that's that you know. Yes. we know that. We, we we I'm sure they will, but it would be so awesome if they didn't make the playoffs. Well, well I mean, uh, I wouldn't go that far, Danny. <laughs> oh, I, you know what I mean. But like, they're gonna they make, get, they're gonna make the playoffs. But I don't know what the standings look like. But if they get matched up with like the Wizards in the first round, I don't see any reason the Wizards can't beat them. Yeah, the Wizards suck, especially with Kevin Love. I don't know how what he what condition yeah. he'll be in. I and he apparently he's not trying hard enough because he broke his foot. And, and this is Kevin Love. I feel bad for that guy to be honest because he gets he just gets crap for no reason. Like he gets crap because he's not Boogie Cousins. I think that's what we're at right now. I, it, or Anthony Davis. I, sorry, it's it's pretty stupid at this point. Um, hockey, I guess the Rangers are selling now. Yeah, Rick Nash, that's, what they, they, that's what they say. Well, they asked Rick Nash for his no-trade team. I don't think trading Rick Nash is really selling. He's not much of a... I mean, he's not the player he was anymore. Rick Nash has just, never uh, wor- ha- just hasn't worked out in New York. That's what it came out to. Well, you know what? No, it's not true. I think people, for what he was suppo- originally supposed to be and what the Ranger fans thought he was going to be, I thought he's been he's been a solid player for the Rangers. He I, he, he turned into an over overall player. He wasn't that goal scorer that everybody prayed that he would be, but I thought he was okay. I I was looking at the numbers this year like this uh morning. He got paid eight, eight million dollars a year to score to get forty points a season. He had the one forty goal season two years ago. But outside yeah. of that he's a forty point a year guy. Money wise, that to me that's overpaid. Oh, but, he's definitely overpaid for. But that's he, not his fault. Not, yeah, he he's not terrible. No, he scores twenty goals a year. He's I, I don't want to make this comparison, <laughs> but I'm gonna. He's Franz Nielsen. He's he's Franz Nielsen on the wing. It's it's the same thing at this point. 
Yeah, I'd take that. I'd agree with that. It, and the others are just as shitty right now. Yeah. Uh, By the way, speaking of... Lost overtime to the Predators. If you, pick, if you put and, uh, $5 on the Knicks... Stop anywhere to get shot. If you put $5 you on think? the Knicks to win the, the championship, you win $1,400. Just throwing it out there. I think... I mean, <laughs> I definitely... That's just a waste of 5 bucks. <laughs> I, honestly, but there's worse things I could do with that 5 bucks. I, you know, I'd rather put it on the Knicks to win a cup than to buy a cup of coffee tomorrow or something. No, nah, I'd rather the coffee. <laughs> Listen, if it has the opportunity to turn to $1,500, like... Yeah, does the coffee turn into fifteen hundred dollars? But I know the Knicks are not making the playoffs, let alone making this NBA Finals. True, unfortunately. Well, um, have you watched the Cavs? It's open for anybody now. Well, I guess the Celtics. I, I like you well, guys said. They I'll have a robot coming back in a couple months. <laughs> I believe it when I see it that they won't make the at least make the NBA Finals. But I just really want somebody else. I, I would even like. I don't hate the Warriors as much. Like them to lose, I just want to see somebody else. It would be nice. I would love like a. I don't know. Um, uh, I don't even know who else uh, wizard, like Wizards, Oklahoma City, Wizards. Yeah, or Oklahoma City, Boston Finals. I'd like to see that instead. But I mean, we all know it's not going to happen. Uh, da, 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 da. Anything else, boys? No. Are we excited for baseball season? Yes. I think this makes we it are. a more exciting. I like Todd Frazier. I, I, I don't know. We're going to do a lot of baseball shows coming up. I know that. We are most likely going to take next week off because we're at that point where football is not every week and we can only talk so much about the same thing with hockey and basketball. We can only and have the, the same conversation we just had so many times. No, no. You can is, hear how bored I, we are I'm with so, this segment. I'm so bummed that the NHLers are not playing in the Olympics this year, especially with Team USA. Oh. Brian Gianta, yeah. baby. See here, that's the other thing. Like, if obviously I would have known, I honestly didn't know until they they turned put that commercial on the Super Bowl that the Olympics started this week. I had absolutely no idea. I, I said it well, to my dad. I'm like, no one's gonna watch. Yeah, I, I'm not watching. I'll I'll probably watch, but I'm not. Maybe figure like, skating. Like, it's, or, not oh, point, no. it's not appointment. It's not appointment television. Right. The uh, hockey speed. I'll, I'll, I'll watch. It's I'll also watch in. Uh, you got to realize it's also in and curling. No, and where is the like? It's in South Korea. Right, but they show it in prime time again. Even though you know, like, yeah. if you're on Twitter, you'll know what happens. They show it at night in prime time. Yeah, they. they it's, it's gonna. I'll watch it. I like the Olympics. So I'll, I mean, I'll if it's on, it on and the there's background. nothing else going on, yeah, I'll watch it. Like it'll, said, it'll kill the two weeks. Like you said, weeks. the NHL is appointment television. I mean, the, the the hockey in the Olympics when it's the NHLers is appointment television. Remember getting up at 9 a.m. because we DVR'd the game and watching Oshi? That was awesome. That was, no, no, no. That was, that was literally like... 5 a.m. No, that was like... Because I remember waking up for... It was like 10 like o'clock six. in the morning. I was working at the lighting store. So I was like waking up at like six and catching those games. Um, see, seven I mean, a.m. You got you got women's hockey seven a.m. starting we can, Saturday. We can talk about this. Like two o'clock, seven o'clock. Two o'clock, seven o'clock a.m.s. Five o'clock, ten ten o'clock at night. But but then again, if the USA team, like honestly though, if if um 
If Russia doesn't take it home, they have Kovalchuk, they have Datsuk on their actual teams. That's that's stupid. Right. Uh, it, but um, honestly, though, it's going to be interesting because we don't know these U- the, the players on the U.S. really. So if they have any sort of a def- decent showing, a lot of people are going to watch it just because of the story. Right. So, if it comes down to the championship, people are going to watch it. The first USA hockey game is 6.30 a.m. next Wednesday. All right. Obviously not doing that. But, right. But we'll um, be able to like listen we'll to the find end out. of it. Check yeah. in on it. Yeah. I know we, we I mean we could talk about this forever with the NHL being stupid, but if you look, obviously it was because of John Tavares <clears throat> getting hurt last right, it, and it was T.J. Oshie became a star in the NHL. He was a good player, but he became a star because of that. And I remember, I'm pretty sure it was the first game back from the Olympics in 2010. The Islanders played the Sabers, and we gave Ryan Miller a standing ovation because he basically carried that team to the finals. So yeah. the gold medal game is being played. On Saturday the twenty third, twenty fourth at ten thirty at night. Okay, I mean okay. no one's That's gonna watch it. Terrible. It's also on replay the next day at six a.m. So. Okay, well somebody will watch. I guess. <laughs> That's like a West Coast talk baseball game. I guess. It's, yeah, it's basically I'm not gonna stay up West to Coast watch hockey. it though. I'm not gonna stay up to watch. You know, like once I go to bed, I'm going to bed. Sweden I'm not and Russia. I mean, it's it's a Saturday, so like you know, if I'm up, it's a different story. Oh, it's a Saturday. Oh, well, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The cha- the gold medal game is a Saturday night at ten thirty. Oh. I mean, oh, if USA's that's... there, then yeah, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm watching this. But at the end of the day, it's gonna be I'm gonna Sweden and Russia. Or oh, I don't know what the can- what team Canada does. Yager get either. to play now? Technically, oh, that's a good question. I don't know what the rules are with that. Because technically, I would, I would the... assume so. For the Czech team, do it. There's some loophole, I'm sure. I, is that? Yeah, it, I don't. It's very that very well could be why he left now. I, I mean, I don't no, know. No, 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 he left because nobody wanted to sign him. Well, he was on Calgary. He had a job. He got cut. He wasn't playing. Right, but I mean, they could have left him. But Calgary's not doing anything. They didn't want him. Why was he on a team? He wasn't playing. They thought they were going to be a good team. Anyway, I, but still, like, if they're not doing anything, the team he, they were talking about, the team that he went to, it's in his hometown in, in uh, Czech or Russia, wherever he went, they're, they have to mo- literally have to change arenas because they're going to sell out a 4,000 seat arena every night. Because <laughs> they used to play in basically a high school gym, and now they have to play an actual arena with it because it's going to sell it out because of him. Boy, time's faster. Okay. Well, what else we got? Ah, be sure you check out Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And our website. SNDblog.com. Uh, Anybody have anything coming out or on their mind? Yeah, I'm working uh, on some things. Com- got a couple things on my mind. I'm working yeah, on Yeah, I'm sure I'll have something with the combine and draft at some point. There's a David Wright article sitting on my computer just waiting to be posted. Come on, Cap. Just hang him up. <laughs> There's a thank you article for you, damn it. I, it's literally titled Thank You, Captain. But I'm just sitting there waiting any day now, buddy boy. Help a brother out, bro. Yeah, listen, we need some clicks here, man. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, you know, I I wanted to break this goddamn home run record because I don't think Strawberry deserves it's, it. What does then, he need, 10? I, what do we, yeah, what do, I think he needs 10. I think he, I'm, pretty he sure the, I'm pretty sure the conversation <laughs> ended at 11 two years ago. He needs 11. 
Yeah, because he has 242. It's 252 is the record. He needs 11 to break it. Mets home run record. Let's see. It's 252. I know what the 252 is. I'm looking at what David's is. Nope, this is their records. I don't care about their yearly records. Why am I not getting oh, all-time leaders? David, 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 David. It's he's a, he's everything <laughs> except home runs. Two fifty-two, two forty-two is the record. Yep. He's RBIs too? No, I don't think he's RBIs. No, he is. Yeah, he is. There was something he other thing he doesn't have. Games. Um, yeah, but he just, he just missed games. Yeah. Three hundred games shy. A little under yeah, three hundred games. What's not happening? Sorry, buddy. Not happening. <laughs> He's also um, eighth on triples, by the way. The days when he used to be able to run. <laughs> oh my God! He has twelve thousand career, almost thirteen thousand career strikeouts. Strawberry had nine sixty. <laughs> That's a lot. Ah, <laughs> uh, I blame City Field. Yeah, blame City Field. You know who has the best Mets batting average of all time, Vin? John Olerud. Let's go. Bring him <laughs> back. <laughs> Is it three fifteen? Three fifteen. Yeah, we just I was I saw that earlier. Keith behind him at two ninety seven. How about that? Cespus has the greatest slugging percentage in history. Does he? <laughs> I had a boy, says. Five fifty. Yeah, I can't wait to watch Cespedes on a daily basis again. Hopefully he stays hopefully healthy. healthy. John Lomaru with the best OPS. Steven, do you know why we lost the Islanders lost today? Because Cespedes wasn't there? No. Did you see Nimmo who was, was there? there. Nimmo no. was there. And they spelt his name wrong on the TV. I saw Did they? On Twitter, on Nimmo Twitter was yeah, there again? This guy it. needs to stop fucking going to games. How do you spell Nimmo wrong? <laughs> they, didn't add, they didn't add the extra M. Oh, okay. Excuse I me, was that's... she there? Because nobody really cares about him being anywhere. <laughs> Who? I'll care more where he, when he's in Pittsburgh and she stays here. And the wife oh, stays. That's, that's a good point. Oh, I think they were, he was talking about his wife and John Ledecky are from the same, lived in the same town or something. I don't know. Excuse me, she couldn't tell us this like three years ago when we were yeah, sitting honestly. two rows behind <laughs> there? Like, come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With that being said, as, as we get to the creepy part of the, the podcast, <laughs> with that being said, um, enjoy your hockey, enjoy your basketball, I guess. <laughs> nah. um, enjoy your. Are we doing? Um, are we doing over under on the uh, on the arrests in Philadelphia this week? Are they gonna have an? Or what's I mean? Whatever it is, it's a, the over. I, I'll, no, I, I'll set the number at like forty-five. Honestly, though, it's so crazy that the cops couldn't even handle anything last night. Yeah, they had to call the national guard. So that's a good point. So that's gonna be like ten because they just okay. Let's take the guy who burned the building down. Let's take the guy who ate shit. Let's take the guy who I don't know did something else. Like just the the, the important people. Uh, with that being said, we'll see you guys in a couple. Of weeks.